Hello and welcome to The Soul's Conquest, a podcast centered around self-love, self-care, self-healing and the many aspects of the soul. I am your host and soul coach Madhurima Sapathi and I hope that today's episode acts as a stepping stone in helping you reach closer to your destination. So let's get on with it, shall we? How was your week? I hope that you guys practice some of the tips that I shared in the last episode. Did they work or did you find yourself stuck in a few places? If you did, please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram page so that I can help you find a way to yourself. Now, as promised, we have a special guest visiting us for this episode of The Soul's Conquest. Join me in welcoming Cam Schreiner. Did I say that right? You said that perfectly. All right then. So... A brand builder for companies with purpose, advocate for the human side of branding, and a part of an incredible team at Highlight Marketing Agency. Cam is by far one of the best connections that I have made in 2020, and he has slowly become a dear friend. Our conversations flowed smoothly as we discussed right about every topic under the sun. Comforting, encouraging, and optimistic, he is someone that deserves the world. And he is here to talk about finding himself and his true purpose. But before we jump into the interview, I just wanted to give you an idea about what someone's true purpose feels like. You know, finding your true purpose in life is really hard. It took me 24 years to do so, but I still feel like there are some things that are still waiting to be discovered. It's a long process, but you need to go through everything that you went through till you find yourself in a place that makes you happy and pushes you to improve in a positive environment. I feel that finding your true self and your true purpose is much like the process Ted Mosby goes through till he finds Tracy, aka the mother, in How I Met Your Mother. It's a long and difficult journey, but when you find your true self, the noise cancels out and everything becomes much more calmer. Your mind flows at ease and things happen automatically. In one of of my recent conversations with my dear friend, Laura Blair, I was telling her how at peace I felt with myself. And she told me, figuring yourself is always a journey till the pieces come together. And that's just it, right? Things always seem difficult. The journey always seems harsher till you find yourself. So here's hoping that you find yours. Now, (laughs) let's get into this conversation. Thank you, Cam, for joining us today. I am so, so hyped for this episode. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I, I always love to speak to other creatives, other people that I find have a similar mindset to me and that are on their path and like their path forward. I think we all are, and we're all at different um, different parts of, of our own personal mountain. And I'm just really happy to, to dive into this with you. Sounds great. Um, so what are your thoughts about finding yourself? Yeah, like there's, there's a lot people put a lot of pressure on themselves to find their purpose and and to find themselves and to find the right path that they should be on. When there is power in that, but there's also power in allowing yourself to find that and not having the end as the, the ultimate goal. The journey is part of that goal. The journey is what you're on. Uh, One of my favorite books and a lot of people have read is called the alchemist and throughout the journey right. of, of his journey through the alchemist, you find that the little 
pieces that he took for granted were, were actually the main part of, of him finding his treasure and him finding himself. Right. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. And that is, you know, so the thing about The Alchemist is that's a book that I have been meaning to read, but I haven't gotten a chance to. But I also do know the gist of it because my mom, you know, she loves to tell me stories and, you know, she read the book out loud and she told me the entire story. So I haven't read the book yet, but I do know how and what, you know, things go around in the book and how everything happens. So, that's so yeah, that's a beautiful book. Yeah, that's, yeah. So, that's so amazing that you got to hear parts of it. And it's a book that yeah. uh, that's told to, you're supposed to read it at different parts of your life because as much as it is one story, you'll take different mm -hmm. pieces away once you reread it. And uh, I started doing that uh, about a month ago, kind of fell off the whole reading train in the last month, been mm -hmm. really busy and uh, making right. excuses for myself to, to have not read the book recently. But it is something <laughs> that I'm starting to, to reread. And uh, another one that I was just recommended over the weekend was called... Uh, the Celestine Prophecy apparently has a, a similar feeling. And mm -hmm. uh, I was told by our mutual friend, Alexander, that it is his favorite book of this year. So it's uh, The Celestine right. Prophecy by James Redfield. Oh my gosh. I'm definitely going to add that to my to-be-read list. I don't know when that's going to happen, when <laughs> I'm going to read it, but I'm definitely going to read it for sure. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, you know, one of the things that you said that, you know, uh, when you're reading the book, some things might not seem right right now, but throughout your different, you know, through your journey through life, you'll find yourself relating to a lot of things. And that's such a beautiful thing, you know, I feel because that happens in life, you know, what you learned right now, you might be thinking that, oh, I'm never, I'm never going to use this ever in my life. And it was like a wasted waste of time and energy, but slowly later on you realize in life that you know this is something that when I need it it is something that I already knew that I had this knowledge beforehand that you know I don't have to go and utilize my time in this time of need and go and read stuff or go and learn more about things like that so yeah that's one thing that I really loved about what you said yep. yeah and I agree, I agree with you like when you are going through something you may think that there's only a negative side to it. So say if it's something difficult or an obstacle in your way, as you go through that, you're feeling like this, this couldn't be worse. This is the worst time. But looking back, a lot of times you see where that fit into your journey and what lessons or opportunities came out of that. Uh, a lot of times it's, it's right. jobs that you had that you're like, oh, this job is just a really shitty job that doesn't mean anything. It's, it's, at the start of my journey, like delivering newspapers for a lot of kids is like this job, but it does teach you so many skills going forward that you wouldn't have had, had you not had that job. The power of every experience, job, obstacle that you go through and how that adds mm -hmm. to your journey and directs you slowly towards your purpose or towards the person that you're going to be. Uh, most right. of the time in the moment, we feel that we aren't going anywhere. If it's, a, if it's a bad day, we just feel like it's a bad day and that's all. But those right. days are what help shape you and help you grow into your person so that if there's a lesson or an opportunity behind those, those bad days or those tough scenarios, 
that get you right. to being the person that you're going to end up being in the end. If everything was an easy day, you wouldn't have any growth. Just like if you don't go to the gym, you can't expect to lift heavier things. You need those, right. those points to make you stronger and better as a person. That's so true. That's really so true because as I said, you know, like every single thing that we learn sometime or the other comes into use, we might not know it, but when it does, it's suddenly like, a, you know, a spark going into your head, like, oh my gosh, I've already learned something about this. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So moving on to the next question, have you found yourself yet or are you still looking for yourself? Like, are you on the journey or are you on multiple journeys? What's the scene like with you? Yeah, I feel everyone is somewhere along their journey. And it would be silly of me to say that I know exactly who I am and where I'm going. Yeah. But I am on a personal journey right now to build more awareness of self and to locate my purpose. Whether I, I make a, a 10% improvement or, or direction towards that purpose or or an 80, I'm, I'm trying to do that right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing that through working with a coach. And I think that's a really important thing. A lot of times as individuals or as creatives, we feel that we need to do everything ourselves. But as Chris Doe says, you can't read the label from inside the bottle. So it helps to invest in yourself by having those outside perspectives and those accountability partners to get you uh, towards that goal. So for me, this winter, it's looked like hiring on a a coach and the coach is uh, our mutual right. friend alexander he is a a purpose built and intuition coach for entrepreneurs and businesses yep. and this is we're in i think the second week of this coaching practice and it's already made such a leap forward just by getting that outside perspective and, and it's pretty incredible i'm not sure where you are at your in yeah. your journey or do you feel like you've you found yourself or found your purpose at this point or, or what, what is coming to yeah, you? So, you know, actually, let me just go go back a bit because Alexander, you know, we will be having him sometime ahead in the future. Like, I think right after your recording, after a couple of episodes, we'll be having him over as well. So I'm like really hyped for that. And I keep hearing about Sprint. That's the name of the thing, right? Or, or Zero to Profit, I think. And zero to profit. So he's right now doing the zero to profit mm-hmm. sprint, which is basically uh, a course that he has developed, but in a six week timeline. Right. So he's speeding it up to make people more accountable and to move them faster, especially coming out of 2020 into 2021. Yeah. How can you turn around this chaotic year? and leap forward into 2021. That's amazing because, you know, I think I have one of our mutual friends as well in that called Brady. And yeah. yeah. And I recently spoke to him. We were on a session together where I was speaking about my healing routine with him. And it's so amazing because he was also telling me about what happens in this mastermind group. And I was like so hyped for you guys. And I wanted to join, but then there were so many things going on. And I was like, okay. I can't distract myself because if I do, then I won't do anything. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and that that part. Focus on one right. thing at a time. These groups will always be there for you when you're ready to take that mm-hmm. next step. But prioritizing your steps is super important in your personal journey. Because, like you said, if if you try and do too yeah. much, 
you won't make progress in any of those categories because you're trying to focus on all of them at once. So, yeah, you know, like I keep hearing so much about uh, zero to profit. I'm like so happy that you guys are doing something like that because, you know, one thing that I want to think about is that for me, 2021 is the year of new beginnings. And that's how I want to view it. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like even though this has been, as you said, a very chaotic year, I know that if I keep thinking about the past, I won't do anything in my present to change my future. So that's one thing that yeah. I am kind of, you know, trying to have a clearer mindset on that it is a year of new beginnings and I need to try new things and develop. In terms of my, yeah. I love that. <laughs> in terms of my journey, I think, you know, like I told you already, like I was, do I was planning on doing medicine. And from that, I jumped into hotel yeah. management. And from that, I'm here right now. You know, even, even between the hotel management and the soul coach thing, I was a marketing person first. So, but then, you know, I feel like when I decided to do this, uh, you know, build my soul coach brand, it is a personal thing, but I find myself very happy during these moments, to be completely honest with you, because I'm just so happy regarding it all, you know, like, it's, it's something that makes me feel happier. It makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. And in a way, I like to think of it as I'm trying to help at least one person a day. And even if I do that, that's my goal, at least help one person a day. And if I manage to do that, I think I'm somewhere on the road to reaching my destination in this particular journey, at least. Do you find that there's more happiness tied to what you're doing now than any of the of the things that you've done in your past? Yeah, most definitely because, you know, um, how can I explain this? It feels like things started to, you know, like as I was telling you in the beginning of the episode, it feels like things fell into peace. You know, the puzzle pieces fit in together. It feels like I can, it feels like the fog cleared out and I can see the picture a bit more clearly. I know that there are some things that, you know, this might lead to something else or this might be my final destination. I don't really know, but like, you know, I know that this is something that I can do in the present and I'm really happy with it. I'm feeling much more accomplished rather than my previous things, you know, like as a content writer, as a marketing personnel, I feel like I'm a bit more stable and calm and collected in a way. So yeah, that's, I think that in itself makes me feel a bit more accomplished. So yeah. I feel like, yeah, this is it. That's amazing, man. Like we were talking about before, like all those previous things prepared you for now and will, will help prepare you for what's coming in the future. But within that book they were talking about before about the, the alchemist, right. uh, one of the teachings is when you are on your personal journey, they call it, uh, I think they refer to it as like your personal right. legend. When you're on the right path to your personal legend, the, the universe works with you to try and help you get there. So when you're feeling this, like everything's falling in place, it's because you're going in the right, right. direction where things, the universe kind of make sure they fall in place for you. And there's always this, there's this, um, this old adage of like the pursuit of yeah. happiness. And I feel like for me, and it sounds like possibly for you as well, when you're on the right path of that pursuit, it's more of a pursuit of purpose and when you feel purposeful, happiness comes right. comes with yeah. it. What I'm, what I'm hearing from you is if you can make someone, if you can change someone's day or you can change someone's life one, one person mm -hmm. at a time, 
you feel happier. So there's something tied to that giving that is part of your purpose and the reason that you exist right. here. Yeah, most definitely. So, you know, I was um, I was talking to Brady recently, as I was telling you, and there was this one thing that I wanted to share, which was, as I feel like as souls, we are a part of the spiritual realm. But every single time, like, according to the Bhagavad Gita, there is this thing where the soul never dies. It just passes from one body to another. And I feel that to do that, you know, um, our soul kind of traded its time with the universe to exist within ourselves in this particular moment. And my goal in life is to make sure that I can give this soul as much experiences as it can. Because when we die, you know, we don't take money or we don't take any of those things. Material possessions don't matter. What matters is the experiences. So... I think at the end of the day, my goal is to create as many experiences as I can for myself and for, you know, the people that I care about or that matter to me. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And beyond, right? Like, because you, you can affect people. It's almost like a ripple effect. You can affect the people immediately around you and they can affect the people immediately around them and out yeah. and out. So what you do here, the experiences you create for yourself and for others can ripple out to the entire world and create this impact that is long lasting long after you're gone, that ripple will still be there and people will be better off because of you. So everyone thinks that um, they're too small to make a difference, but it's not, you don't have to make the difference. You just have to start right, the ripple. Exactly. And that be, that can take away that overwhelming feeling of trying to do everything for yourself. It's just you're the ignition point to what could be for for other people and for the world at, at large. Yeah, that that's beautiful, you know. To be honest, that's really beautiful, and I think that's what every single one of us is trying to do. You know, we are trying to be the ignition of one thing or the other. So, I think that in and of itself can be our true purpose to help someone find their personal something. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is something there for, for each one of us. And the only way that you may not feel happy is if you aren't looking for that purpose. If you're just chasing, like you said, material things, if you're chasing these, these finite yeah. uh, goals, then you can find yourself being unhappy because you're not chasing the larger thing. You're not chasing that thing that's deep within you, which is your purpose, your why, your, your reason for existing. Yep, that's beautiful. So I think um, the next question that I had planned kind of, you know, you kind of answered it already. And it was, what is your opinion on finding your true purpose? And I think over the previous few questions, you've already answered that in bits and pieces. But would you like to add something more to it? Yeah, I think it's it's different for me because a lot of the people I talk to, like yourself, like Alexander, like Brady, everyone's coming at it from a different perspective and maybe even a different mission, like how they're, they're executing on that. For me, a lot of it has come from working with companies and working from the branding point of view is how I started to find my love of purpose and my love for this path was helping companies create that. So creating that clarity for them actually creates the clarity for the people within them. So people just think of companies as these like big entities it's just a collection of people trying to do something 
behind that. And if they all have a, have a yeah. collective purpose, yeah. you're creating and helping clarify a path, not for yeah. one person, but for a collection of people to start that, that ignition point. So have that purpose behind all of them together. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my next question is, did you have friends or, you know, do you have any family who supported you through this journey of finding yourself, like, you know, on these various missions that you're going through? Do you have a support group? Now, we already spoke about this when you were talking about the mastermind group that Alexander has created. But do you have something, you know, in a, in a personal life when you are looking for a personal um, purpose rather than a professional one, like, do you have friends and family that support you through this mission and how much, you know, what do you think is their importance in this particular Yeah, that's, that's, that's an amazing question. Help you? Like you, yeah. uh, the CEO of Highlight always says, and I don't know where this quote originated, but uh, to go fast, you go alone, but to go far, you go together. And yeah. I feel that the, the togetherness is what you need. You can't reach anything just by yourself. Even the people that climb Mount Everest right. go with a group of people and with a Sherpa and with a, there's a team behind them. You can't go far right. as a solo person. So for me, my people mean everything. The connections I, I've made online this year yeah. with you, with, with Alex Angelino, with all the people that I've met, they all play their part in supporting me towards this, this purpose I have. Uh, Tina, Will, the staff at Highlight, right. they helped me towards that. Uh, Alexander, my wife, Alexa, my, my parents, everyone is part of that piece that makes up me and helps push me forward yeah. towards my purpose. So to answer your question, the people are everything. They, they are the most important. I am just the person that I can focus on because I can only have control over me, but I wouldn't do anything without the people yeah. around me. That's beautiful. And I completely agree 100% because, yeah, you know, I do think that friends and family, they are someone who, you know, who pushes when we feel down, you know, who kind of like pull us up and make us stand and make us walk when we don't feel even like, you know, getting yeah, on the bed. Yeah, that accountability, right? Like if so, yeah. you were to do anything, not every day do you feel like, like you said, getting up, not every day do you feel your best self, not every yeah. day do you feel excited to attack the challenges in front of you, but having people to check right. in with, they can help push you through those tough days and then be there to listen and, and yeah. share that energy with you on your good days because they're there no matter what. So finding your people, find the people that you resonate with is super, super important to moving forward in your purpose knowing the, and valuing those around you, even if they have, even if they're telling you no, sometimes that no is what you need to hear, yeah. not just the yet. And yeah. that might be what people focus too much on is trying to get people around them that share their vision yeah. too closely because they're looking for that yes. Yeah. When you can find people that hold you accountable yeah. and tell you when you might be going off path or challenge your ideals, that's where you make the most progress because you have to communicate why you're going this way. You have to communicate your intention. That is most powerful to me. I love when people challenge my beliefs because I don't hold too strongly to them. I'm working with the information I've had up to this point 
But if you present me new information, you've just made me grow. You've just made me into a better person today than I was yeah. yesterday. That's that's so important though, because you know I remember when I was first um, you know recording my intro for the podcast and I recorded it and I had written a script down and everything and I made my brother listen to it. Arkay, I made him listen to it and um, he told me that you know I don't necessarily like a few parts of the thing and in the beginning it kind of pulled me down but it also reminded me that I need to view it from others' perspective as well. Like you know, I am looking at it from my perspective, but in some parts where he said that this might come off in a very um, wrong way or in a very weird way, I decided to kind of listen to him and you know work around that particular portions of the intro, and that's what is you know having true friends and family support you. You know, like you don't need a yes man; you need someone who challenges your beliefs, as you said. That's yeah, I think you made a, a really strong point of, of having those people you can trust because when you know what voices to listen to, yeah. you also know what voices not to. If you put this out in the world, there could be um, 50,000 people that like it. There could be 500 people that don't. If you're listening to the wrong voices, you can go down the wrong path because you don't want to listen right. to the 500 or the, or the, like, the 50,000 as a group you want to listen to your core people and listen to yourself and your own intuition and move forward with that. Because those are the voices that truly matter. Those are the ones that are joining you on that journey. The other people are there just to, we all have opinions. We all have things that we want to say. Yeah. They're not all valid. There's, there's many a times where I say something and the people that, that I love and, and I respect are like, you, you don't need to voice that. That's not, important here and and they're yeah. entirely right yeah you know you need a different perspective in a lot of times and i feel like these people are like the really best kind of people to help you in understanding that particular concept of yeah especially when you're on your journey to finding your true self that is a really important thing when you can hear different yeah. perspectives so if you're going down a wrong path but you believe that it is the good one is it is the right one but there are people in your core group who can, you know, see into the future and see how it yeah. might harm you. They pull you back. They tell you, okay, yeah, you know, you need to rethink this particular situation because I don't think it's the right way to go down. It might hurt you, but you also know somewhere down the line that they, you know, whatever they're saying, it might be true. So, yeah. Yeah, so we are blinders on, right? Like we, we see a path and we go straight to it. And, and what you said just then is, is really important. It might hurt you, but you can't tie your emotions too closely to your beliefs, your ideas, your work, your creativity. You aren't those things. Um, yeah. You are that soul within. And those things are just expression. And it's okay to not for not everyone to like that expression. Yeah. That doesn't mean they don't like you. That's just That's just the expression of it. If you're driving a car, and someone doesn't like the car, it doesn't mean they hate the person in the car. They, the car just isn't for them. They don't fancy yeah. that style, that make, that model. They still like you as a person. You're the driver in behind. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. That, that was a beautiful metaphor, you know. Really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I don't have a lot to add on to that, but 
um i would like to ask you my next question which is what is something that you have recently embraced about yourself that's a really really good question um there's a lot of different parts of me that i'm still working through and trying to find it's not like like or dislike but i'm trying to put them in the, their right place um to see what about me is useful that i should lean into and what do i need to maybe change that served me in my past but isn't serving me going forward some of that is um like a perfectionist mindset some of that is um critiquing myself too much we are our, our harshest critic and i'm starting to realize yeah. the power of action over the power of perfect um if there is nothing on the canvas you can't you have nothing to iterate on so putting something down yeah. is way better than waiting for it to be perfect and that's something i'm working through on myself and it's caused me right. to not put out work a lot of the time on personal projects to not yeah. follow through I'll get 80% of the way there and quit or put it on the back burner because it's the fear of putting it out if it's not in its most perfect form that I'm still working through and a lot of people have that it it shows up as as a lot of different things but just taking that action and taking that action on the days you don't feel like it are the most important that's that's beautiful and that's something that even i kind of you know face with myself too you know like sometimes i feel like i'm too much of a perfectionist and i don't do anything you know i just stop i just hit pause and i'm like when things will feel right i'll do it again but then i often abandon them all abandon them all together and just you know move forward forget all about them but yeah you know that's something that i do realize and i do relate to that that perfectionism wala Okay, <laughs> I added a Hindi word. <laughs> okay, so the um, perfectionism streak kind of thing that you're talking about—that's really important because I relate to it really. Yeah, well. and it, it, that's something that it's I a was, form of procrastination, yeah. right? Like we feel like it's a form of well, I just have really high standards. I want it to be perfect. It's actually a form of procrastination. Yeah. And, and uh, my fo- my friend Mo uh, Mo Isma, he yeah. talks at length. about this on on Instagram and his videos and his content he had the same problem and he he says I'm a recovering perfectionist it's not like I was waiting and trying to launch this amazing masterpiece the mona lisa is coming but just wait it's just a form yeah. of procrastination yeah. that we're holding ourselves to a standard so that we don't have to put the workout so that we don't get judged on it so that we can sit in the yeah. back and look at others and not take action yeah. itself. Yeah. And that's you know I remember this one story that someone told me that I don't remember who shared the story with me but I do remember the story of um someone you know like if you make a painting and you put it outside and you ask the public to um just you know if whatever they don't like they can change it by the end of the week or by the end of the month it will be a completely different painting altogether because there's always someone who doesn't like some particular aspect yeah. of it so i think that's something that we do with ourselves as well that you know we keep our work out there and then we start to judge it and as you said we are our harshest critics so we start to judge it and we start to mend it and 
then you know procrastinators and abandon it altogether but yeah that's something that we do a lot and there's no such thing as perfect which i am learning i'm still learning that you know like even though i say that there's no such thing as perfect i know i can't preach it until i can feel it within myself so yeah that's something that's I think a good way to get around is just get it to 80% and ship it. Just put it out there. And a lot of, uh, like a lot of celebrities, what they do for any of their work, because so many eyes are on them. And like you said, there's going to be people that critique them no matter, no matter what, what they do is they basically post and ghost, they put it out there and they leave and they don't even look at it because they're going to get some negative comments. They're going to get some positive comments, but those aren't the voices they want to hear. They want to hear from their circle. So yeah. put it out there, leave. Like that's, that's it. Like put it out there, leave. And then it's out there and yeah. you can look back on it yeah. every once in a while to iterate on it, but don't be looking at it minute to minute and critiquing it too harshly on the opinions of others or on the opinion of yourself. It's out there. And that's the best thing you can do for yourself is put what's in here, what's in your mind, out there into the world because you that's one way that you can start sharing your personal purpose yeah. is by getting those things out into the world like you said uh, at the start of this you want to affect one person or more so true, yeah. well you can't do that by holding things to yourself you're taking away from that person that you want to impact by holding it to yourself by being selfish and keeping these ideas these thoughts these these ways that you could change the world you're keeping them to yourself and that's not that's not good that's not nice that's yeah. not that's very selfish so for others more than for yourself for others put it out there yeah let it live let it spread its wings let that's it let it good. exist <laughs> okay so last but not the least i want to ask you what are your favorite self-care and spiritual routines yeah for me it's it changes if it, if it's something that i do daily it's basically having conversations with people i care about uh yeah. being around my wife being with my dog going out into nature going for hikes those are things that i know that i will do when i have the time to or doing something creatively uh building something these are things that if i was given free time i would do there's other self-care practices that I want to do that is still um, it's not happening daily. It's a work in progress. It's a habit I'm trying to build. So I don't want to say that I'm out here waking up at five, stretching, mm -hmm. meditating, journaling. Those are great things and I want to start doing them, but it's not something that I've uh, put into practice on a mm -hmm. daily basis yet. It's still something I'm working on. So be honest with yourself. Don't feel bad if you're not yeah. doing all these things that they, yeah. they say you should. Pick one thing and do that for the next yes. two months, three months. Start yeah, small that, and that build. Was, that was my line that you just told from my mouth right now. But okay. So yeah, I was about to tell you the same thing. <laughs> that, you know, like starting small is what matters because un until and unless you start, you can't change. So start small and then whatever happens will happen. We have all the time in the world. <laughs> And, and read, read books that can help you as well. Um, there's one that, that I swear by. It's called okay. Atomic Habits. And one of the practices that, that is mentioned in there is making things 
obvious that you want to start doing and hiding things and making not obvious the things that you want to stop. So one of, one of the examples they have is if you want to go to the gym yeah. every day, put your gym shoes yeah. right outside your bedroom door, lace them up before you do anything else. So you're in yeah. your gym shoes, you're going. Or if you, if you don't want to eat uh, snacks, if you're like me and you have like 8 p.m., you're like, oh, I can go for yeah. a snack. Hide, hide them. Put them in a cupboard really high or put them away. Yeah. They're out of sight and put glass of water in sight. So instead of having that snack, you'll drink a glass of water. So it's just making the things visible you want to do and hiding yeah. the things that you want that's to stop. Beautiful. I've said that's beautiful a lot of times. So like if this was a drinking game, people would be drunk by now. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you can force that. That'll be uh, your version of a drinking sure. game is, is every time that someone glass does that, they have to yeah. drink a glass of water and by the end of the podcast, then they'll be and very, very hydrated. And it's probably something yeah. they need to do more already. They'll be wanting to pee and they'll just like pause, hit pause, and they'll be like, let me just go pee and come back and then we'll <laughs> talk more about it or listen more to this. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Okay, Cam, thank you so much for joining me here today on this wonderful podcast. I loved having you here and it was truly amazing. I especially love that you were there for me during all that um, technical <laughs> uh, problems that cropped out. And thank you so much for being there and being such an amazing support. I'm sure that both my listeners and I have learned a lot from you. Like we said, it's not about being perfect. It's about progress and going through those times, going through those technical issues. It's better (laughs) today than if you were on stage in front of 50,000 people. So these are the times to work through those, those issues and those, those, those obstacles make the rest of the podcast so much better because you, you can enjoy it more because you're like oh my god things are working i'm yeah. so happy that they're just working <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah hopefully that happens because i've learned a lot and i'm definitely gonna sit down with archive tomorrow and just like you know like teach me more or technical <laughs> because yeah that was a very very smart guy yeah <laughs> okay so um thanks a lot keep sharing and inspiring and um you know i would love to you and tina are holding a podcast soon that will be marketed or that will be hosted by highlight so i'll let everyone know via my social media and i'll definitely share it because i'm sure like there are there's amazing things that you guys are you know ready to share with the world and yeah, I'm hyped up for it. Thank you. Hey, girl, it's Dion again. Um... I just listened to your latest podcast episode. Um, Once again, you are really, really sweet. That goes without saying. I love your podcast. I love what it represents. You just embody and exuberate so much positivity. It's absolutely heartwarming and inspiring to me. And you sharing the topic of discovery and finding yourself and how to find yourself. Because we're all at a point in our lives where we're trying to figure out who we are and I love that you are emphasizing that topic and sharing tips as to how you may 
how it may help find I love that you share topics as to how one may find themselves and I love your podcasts. Did you love the podcast too? Be sure to send me your review so that I can add it to the podcast episode. All the love. Bye. Thank you listeners from near and far. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to follow and share it with those you think would benefit from the soul's conquest. Feel free to reach out to me at Instagram at madhurima that's m a d h u r i m e underscore soul coach. Check out the previous episodes and stay tuned for the next one. If you wish to support me and the soul's conquest, head over to my bio and follow the link to become a Patreon or buy me a coffee. Your support means a lot to me. Until next time then, doodles.